It's just Jersey, man. We're a different breed. Place. Who doesn't want to win in Jersey? What's up, everybody? John Forster here, Breakdown from the Barn, episode 38. With me, as always, the greatest mind in wrestling, Eric Winnock. And we got CJ Brucky coming in today, telling some wrestling knowledge. And also, uh, we got Dylan Wanagale, uh, VP of, of events at the Proof Center. Um, Going to talk Final X. We're, we're all pumped about it. We're ready to go. How's everyone doing today? Let's go. Come on. Yeah. Doing great, John. Excellent. Excellent. So, Dylan, you know, uh, we, we love going to the Proof Center for these wrestling events. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what we got in store for uh, June 10th? Yeah, we're, we're so excited. And first, thank you, John, for having me back on. I really enjoyed being on back in November when we were talking about Garden State Grapple and bringing some uh, high-level D1 wrestling to Prudential Center in Newark. And, and now we're back with really, you know, as good as you can get as far as U.S. Uh, wrestlers go. Uh, Final X, Saturday, June 10th at Prudential Center in Newark. Um, really exciting day. Uh, it's going to be a long day. We'll get into the schedule, but doors open at noon, and we'll probably have some wrestling going as late as 8.30 at night. So it's a long day. Buckle up for some awesome wrestling. That's nice, nice. So, so Dylan, thanks again for, for joining the show. And um, I know John and I were at the Pru event early last year it was a great event it was run well some great wrestling um we obviously had some fond memories of, of Rutgers UPenn but why don't we jump right into the format for Final X because obviously like you said it's it's the matches can go some of these matches I'm looking at some of them might go three but I don't want to steal your thunder so why don't you just walk us through the format of Final X and how it's going to be run this year that sounds good Eric yeah thank you appreciate the kind words about Garden State Grapple that was a real labor of love for all of us and it really turned out really awesome this year better than anything we could have hoped for uh yeah so for final x you know this is really a partnership between beat the streets and usa wrestling so really it's them putting together the the schedule but what they've come up with and uh for those who might not not have seen it originally we were looking at a 2 p.m start of wrestling but now usa wrestling and beat the streets have decided to add the national team true third place matches so that uh that'll be starting at 12 30 p.m on saturday june 10th so doors at noon 30 minutes later boom there's some of the best wrestlers you'll ever see um competing for the true third place for the usa national team um so that's 12 30 till about two o'clock then two o'clock we'll start the actual final x matches as you guys know 10 men's freestyle, 10 women's freestyle, 10 Greco-Roman. So that's three separate mats, all running concurrent. Uh, a lot of action going on simultaneously. Uh, USA Wrestling and Beat the Streets bringing in Jason Bryant and Brian Hazard to really keep everyone in the crowd informed and up to date on who's wrestling who on which mat. Um, that goes till about 4 p.m. Then Beat the Streets, as they always do, really bring in some exciting, compelling uh, youth matches. Uh, from a wide range of uh, ages and also you know new jersey wrestlers pennsylvania wrestlers new york wrestlers they always have a nice mix there um, then six o'clock we'll we'll bring in round two uh, so as you mentioned these are best out of three matches so from 6 p.m till 8 30 maybe even nine o'clock will be all those round two and possibly round three final x matches to determine who makes uh team usa for, for the world team Awesome. Yeah, we're excited about that. We got, um, you know, right away, we got two suites filled up and we're working on the third. We might have a third one coming. Um, so anyone out there that wants, we got a waiting list uh, to try to get this uh, 
third suite. I think we need three more people. So anyone uh, that wants to come come in on that, send me a message, and uh, we'll, we'll get we'll get. Uh, hopefully, we can book that third suite. So listen, I got uh, CJ and and Eric here. You know what matches have you intrigued? I mean, it, it's a great uh, card, top to bottom here. Yeah, John, I guess I'll kick it off because in our last show, I kind of previewed already, I think. And I think um, CJ would agree, 97 kilograms with Snyder, Jaden Cox. I don't think you can find. And there's a lot of darn good matchups in this one, but you're talking about two hammers that are probably two of the best in the world. Um, and we know, CJ, your man Nate, Nate's up there, too. Um, so he's got good experience, especially working with uh, Russell and Jaden Cox. But these guys, for, for the average wrestler who doesn't know, but I think people who are connected to the sport know these two go back. I'm talking back to Fargo, um, where they split matches back in high school. I think they split a couple of uh, folk-style matches. And then obviously coming through um, the last couple of years, they had some tight matchups. Snyder, I think, took them um, at that flow event. But both these guys are top in the world. Unfortunately, only one of these guys are going to make the world team. Um, I give Jaden a lot of credit for going up and bumping to 97 because he's going after Olympic weight. He could have very easily walked in at 92, in my opinion. So I think um, I'll start with that one, and I don't want to steal them all. I, I got a couple more, but what are your thoughts, CJ? No, 100%. I, gotta, I have to agree with you there. I think we've all been waiting a long time for this one, um, you know, after the last chance they had to, to, to face off. Uh, you're just looking at power technique versus just straight freak athleticism, uh, here. And it's just, it's kind of a matchup that we've known, uh, is going to, is going to lead to fireworks for a very long time. And, uh, they both know what they're going after. That's why I wasn't surprised by the move up for Jaden. Um, you know, he's, they're both going after the best and they've, they've wrestled at the, the highest caliber of wrestling for the longest time. So, uh, yeah, I mean, bar none, I think that's the one that everybody's looking forward to the most, but you know, I've. I limited myself to four stars on this lineup and it's impossible to really kind of narrow it down that much, but you know, Dake and Dolph is something that I know everybody's kind of looking at as well. Um, these are two guys that aren't uncomfortable in any position of wrestling. You know, they both kind of, they've played in every position of wrestling. They both sent it in every position of wrestling. And, uh, you know, based off of what happened last time, I know Nope is going to be coming with a little bit more vigor. And I think that Dake is looking to respond to that. I think that you can't really get either one of these out of composure and um, but nonetheless, I really hope to see a lot of a lot of fireworks in, in that matchup as well. Um, my my personal I, I'm going to go ahead and highlight this one, just the, the Cornell National Championship face off between Vito and Nashawn. And and Nashawn's gone. He's gone ahead and said ah, he, he's talked ah. his talk, man. He said Vito has not seen me at my best. And yeah. well, I believe him. I mean, the way he's run through everybody and and, and kind of silenced the doubters and he's, he's, he's built himself a little bit of momentum going into this event. I really do believe that nation is, has uh you know, he, he's, he's brought out a new vision of himself and um you know, he's ready to just display that to the world. I think that he's, he's ready to put on a show and, you know, I'm, I'm Vito's listen, I'm Vito's biggest fan too. After what he, after what he was able to accomplish at the national tournament, making a statement over wins over David, you know, Dayton fix and, and RBY all the way across the board, how he's been able to dominate on the mat. I, I really don't, uh, I really don't know what to expect, but I, I do I do know that it's going to be a hell of a matchup. That's what I can that's what I can tell you. Yeah, and I'm going to pony off that real quick, John, because this matchup. When I said earlier, the hottest wrestler kind of in the world right now is Vito, just the way he was yeah. coming in. Slight exaggeration, but the way he just went through that national tournament and just his his speed. You talk about athleticism. You're not going to find a better athlete on the mat than Vito. He's sneaky fast. But the way Nashawn Garrett wrestled a couple weeks ago, I mean, he just tore through 
um, the world team trials. And I was shocked how he just took it to date and fixed right off the bat. Um, I think he built up like a six, seven, nothing. He was very close to almost getting the 10 0 in the first period. Dayton is credit. He's a world-class athlete. He held them off, had a late spur, but these are two of the hottest wrestlers right now. So this was a matchup initially. I thought it was going to be Vito's coronation, but you're right. Nation right now, he's, he's, he's taking, coming for keeps, man. Um, so yeah, that's one that's really, really solid. And I think there's one more that obviously we can get into Jordan Burroughs, but David Taylor, Aaron Brooks, I think that's another one simply because you've got, you know, the Penn state hammers going each other. You got the youth versus kind of the, the grizzled world Olympic champion veteran going at it. So I don't know, CJ talk about that one. Cause that's another one I'm really pumped to see. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you have a, a clash of a couple of styles there. I mean, DT, you know, it's magic, man. You know, he can pull things out. Um, but Brooks is the same, you know, the way that he's pulled out cradles, the way that, you know, he's kind of built into his own body. Like he's an up and coming athlete that, um, once again, like any Penn state wrestler is trying to put on a show and is having fun out there. Uh, so I'm excited to see how, you know, this, this matchup when, when the whistle blows and the feet are on the line, like, you know, it's different than what they might've wrestled in the room. I'm sure they have, I'm sure they've, they've been practice partners for, for some time, but you saw that a little bit with Bartlett versus Nick Lee in the in the semis at the U S open, how, you know, practice partners, they can go back and forth, but you kind of really do see, you know, who might be either dominating in the room or, or maybe it's just their day. You never know. And I think that the way that these two wrestles, the way that these two wrestle, and, and I, I think the way that Penn state instills in their guys, it's almost like the better man wins that day. So it's going to be a lot of fun to watch those two go head to head. I mean, David Taylor is a poised, um, you know, he's an experienced wrestler, but Aaron Brooks is, in his own right, coming out of his his own woodwork here. Yeah, it's not um, the first time David's been in this situation. Obviously, he wrestled Bo Nickel several years ago. At the, I think it was at the Rutgers um, Final X, and kind of Bo went into UFC after that. Um, so he's got, you know, he's 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 felt a lot of these guys, but I think David Taylor is just a consummate professional. He's he's, you know, he's got full of confidence. Um, he's wrestled the best in the world right now. I think Brooks is going to be one of those future stars, but who Dave's been wrestling, I think that gives him the slight advantage, but you're right. These guys bang heads. It doesn't mean anything. If you know the guy in the room, I mean, I, I've heard stories. That's why coaches don't do wrestle off sometimes because right. you get to feel somebody in the room and you might not be the better wrestler. You might not be the better guy in the lineup. Um, I know Scott Goodell talks about this all the time, but because you, you figure somebody out in that room and there's something about them that you, after years of working with them or months of working at them, um, you never know what can happen. So I agree. It's going to be fun to see. Yeah. I got to, I got to kind of segue off of that with, with JB and, and how, how poison experience he is. I, I got to shout out my guy, Chance Marcella working in the room with Nate Jackson at the NY, NYC RTC and NJRTC have been very close, um, you know, I got to say I'm the biggest JB fan in the world, you know, but chances coming, he's put in his own work and, and he's ready in his own right. So they went two out of, they went two out of three last year, you know, and I think that it's, it's exciting. I'm excited to see how JB responds. I'm excited to see what kind of work that chance is able to, uh, to put out there after a year more uh, working. And you know, that JB has been on his mind the, the entire year. You know, I think that you got to run through the mill on everybody through the U S open, but he's had one guy in his mind. So uh, I'm excited to see what, what kind of performance is put out there. Yeah. And the last thing I'll say um, when you talk about chance, cause that's one we talked about before as well. 
he's a guy that some people who aren't necessarily as connected to the sport don't realize what a recruit he was. I mean, he was as blue chip as you can get, ran into some problems. We don't have to get into that. So I think we're finally starting to see what he had kind of in the tank coming out of high school. This is a guy who theoretically could have been a four-time national champion. He had that level of talent. So I think JB knows what he's got under, uh, you know, coming after him. Um, you know, but I think JB's got a couple more runs left in him. So yeah, just chance he's 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 as good as anybody in this lineup on this card. Um, and I think we're just starting to see what he's got. Once again, a nod to Chance because I think that he would like to bring light to the you know the path that he's been through. Um, it's a testament to to what the effort he's put into being clean, being healthy, being driven, being focused. That's put out the best result. Uh, and the best product over the over the years, you know, he's always known how to wrestle. But right now he's he's hitting on all cylinders. And, you know, I think that he's very proud of that. I'm very proud of that to see that happen. Yep. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. Good stuff, man. I'm, I'm excited for this lineup. All right. CJ, why don't you ask about, um, you know, the the uh, next question about the proof center? Yeah. So. So, Dylan, I mean, I, I'm, I'm curious to know how the, the partnership would beat the streets, how the event kind of you know, came to fruition here. I know that we had, you know, some, some success bringing some high level wrestling to Jersey. You know, these, these people are, are wrestling fanatics. I've said it since I stepped foot in this state, man, they love their wrestling in Jersey. And I'm really, really happy to see, you know, the effort to bring a little bit more of a, you know, a showcase to the, to the state um, and put the sport, you know, within a, uh, within a, basically a stage that's going to give it the respect. I'm really curious to see how this kind of folded out. Thanks, CJ. Yeah, this is a, Long story, which I'll try and make short. Look, the reality is this is an unbelievable event. I remember the first year of Beat the Streets on the Intrepid in New York City and being like, wow, what is that? You know, I, I work in the live events business. And when you hear about something unique like that, you really start paying attention. Um, that was around the time I just started paying attention to wrestling as a business, as a culture, uh, as someone who, who didn't grow up wrestling. Um, so I've been to Virtually every Beat the Streets event has happened. You know, many years it was in Times Square. One year it was in Grand Central Station. So for years I was uh, tugging at them to say, "Hey, could you, you know, you should try the theater at, at the Garden." Uh, when I was working at MSG for 25 years, and eventually they did. And there was that cool event with Jordan Burroughs and Ben Askren, uh, and that was a really wild night. And then, uh, you know, then pandemic kid i personally had, had a little change and I'm, I'm playing a home game now working in new jersey for the first time I'm, I'm at prudential center two years now and and naturally just kept planting the seeds with beat the streets and also i've known all the usa wrestling folks for a long time just saying hey like we're doing some really cool stuff here in new jersey and uh, you guys mentioned scott goodale earlier he always talks about giving his wrestlers that uh, professional arena experience and how much he likes doing stuff like we've done the past two years with the Garden State Grapple. The Prudential Center is a world-class arena. Polestar ranked us fifth in the whole world last year in terms of uh, tickets sold and uh, box office revenue in the entire world. So um, we're very proud of that. Uh, we have the world's largest in-arena video board, high-definition video board. It's just it's almost breathtaking in, in a way that you might say the Dallas Cowboys won, Jerry World won is for football stadiums, well, for arenas. We have that, and and that's something that adds a lot to the in venue experience. That yes, wrestling uh, New Jersey is a hotbed for wrestling. You know, on the high school level, state tournament down in Atlantic City is just insane. But really, you know, you see youth tournaments in New Jersey, which are really packed. So everyone here is very um, prideful uh, of uh, how wrestling is perceived in New Jersey, and and that's really what 
helped me sell Beat the Streets on, hey, come across the river. Don't worry. New Jersey will support your event. And we will have that. We will have a packed lower bowl. We will have tons of energy. We will have the uh, live event experience. Um, our, our Rock Vision team, Joe, Alex, Katie, these are like some of the best people in the world that taking an event and really kind of helping raise the bar and bring the special effects to it and, and uh, uh, beat the streets high. There's a guy, Damian Santucci, who I've known for many years, who really specializes in that, like making, you know, the wrestlers will do their thing and there'll be some awesome matches. But, you know, really the, the non-wrestlers have to do our thing and really make it a special event. Uh, yeah, and and I, I want to kind of follow up on what you're talking about, the youth wrestling, because mm-hmm. I know CJ and I were talking about this offline. Um, you know, we, we met up at one of the uh, state qualifiers and how big youth wrestling is. But Beat the Streets in general, the great work that they do with youth, not only in the New York Beat the Streets, but if you go down to Philadelphia, I think it's such a great partnership with you two guys because and I know they're going to bring in some of the youth matches, as you mentioned, um, around noon. And I just think it's great to open the venue up to kind of the younger guys because that's that's what they do. Um, what Beat the Streets does, and it's, it's in line with what USA Wrestling is all about. So I think the partnership is as, you know, you, you can't find a better partnership than those two. Well, thanks, Eric. Yeah, and just to clarify, doors to the event open at noon. Those youth match- matches should be around 4, four o'clock. Um gotcha. And, uh, yeah, I mean, when you think about Beat the Streets and their mission, like, what a just great idea in the first place. Hey, you do have so many very people, uh, very successful people in business who credit all of their success in business to their time spent in wrestling. The classic Dan Gable quote, you know, once you've wrestled, everything else in life is easy. And for some people, that means all the way to CEO of big Fortune 500 companies and things like that. And what do they all want to do? And they all have the same common mission of they really want to give back to the sport. So here's Beat the Streets putting wrestling mats in middle schools, high schools that have never had wrestling before. And uh, and now there's many success, story, success stories of kids who've come through that program. So this event gives you really the best of both worlds. Um, you have the most elite of the elite of on-the-mat wrestling, but all benefiting, you know, six, seven, eight, 10, 12-year-old kids who maybe are a little bit lost in life. And if they find their way to a wrestling mat with the right coach and someone who cares about them and shows them, hey, like this is another path for you and this will teach you discipline and hard work and commitment, like awesome. What a tremendous mission. So to combine these two worlds um, into one great event, like can't get any better than that. Yeah, definitely. Pretty unbelievable, the stuff they're doing there. Um, so, Dylan, what else What else do you have on the horizon? I mean, you're getting, uh, you know, you're building on the Garden State Grapple. Now you got Final X. Any Anything else uh, that we could be looking forward to at the Proof Center? Well, I think first we'll just press rewind. We're so excited. We just had uh, UFC 288 uh, yeah. May 6th, uh, our first UFC pay-per-view in a little over nine years, which is a tremendous success. Uh highest grossing event in the in the building's history as far as sporting events go over five million dollars in ticket sales so that was a huge win for us we're doing great stuff in the boxing world um hey look long term as you know always talking to the d1 college coaches trying to figure out something cool that we can do and we have some some irons in the fire for this coming season we'll, we'll see what we're able to pull together certainly always have our eye on d1 nationals i was um you know, part of a team that brought that event to the MSG 
back in 2016, an event that Great a lot event. of people, thank you, a lot, a lot of people really uh, still call that one of the best nationals ever. And and hopefully one day we'll get a chance to, to do that in Jersey. So we'll, we'll certainly put our hat in the ring for the, for that event during the yeah, next cycle. Funny. Yeah, I think about MSG and uh, just in Japan, I like the memories jogging. I remember being out in the streets to that that Thursday night. And it was the same week, I think, St. Paddy's Day. And you had all these St. Paddy's Day party crowd. And you had all these wrestlers and these guys from that went where I was just looking at each other. I'm like, this ain't going to end well. Um, <laughs> but it ended up being such a great time. Everyone got along. And I just think it was such a great environment in MSG. So um, talking about bells and whistles, anything else, Dylan, that you can talk about, you know, any other little surprises um, coming up or for this event? Well, you know, I touched on a little bit earlier with our uh, event presentation team. Uh, the, these are folks that um, they do all the event presentation for the New Jersey Devils games, which uh, if you go to a hockey game, very exciting. But there are plenty of stoppages in play where you really have to fill in uh, all those, that time with exciting stuff. So they're collaborating with Beat the Streets and USA Wrestling to to bring out the bells and whistles and fill in uh, the downtime. Although, given how many matches there are to pull off, uh, not gonna be a whole lot of downtime. But you will see, you know, the smoke machines and and really cool lighting, and we have a brand a brand new sound system, and you'll you'll have that big event feel from the moment you you walk into the venue. So I think you will see that. That's what a world-class arena like Prudential Center brings to any event, but specifically sporting events, I really do feel like um, that's where we shine as a event. Yeah, Dylan, I was going to say, I mean, I think the the show that was put on with, with UFC, um, you know, I know you guys were breaking breaking records, um, you know, hosting sporting events. Like you say, I think that's the future for what you what you see in Jersey, bringing it to the Proust Center. Um you know, how how have the wrestling events or combat events compared to other events that you've, you've brought in? Are you seeing those being the higher uh, revenue or comparing to some of the higher revenue sporting events that you guys have held up to this point? Well, certainly UFC was. I mean, that event grossed over $5 million and, and is the highest grossing event from a ticket sales perspective uh, in arena history for sporting event. And it's third all time. There were some Rolling Stone shows back in 2012, which did over $7 million at the box office. But you know, that just speaks to, you know, MMA uh, in general. But really, when you look at MMA, what do you see? 60% of the roster is former wrestlers, you know, if not more. So it, it is nice that that some wrestlers make that transition and have that that path to um, a career. Um, sporting events in general, um, we're doing great on the concert business. Where we're absolutely killing it and doing more shows than ever before. On the concert side, but for me personally, I, I, I my focus is on the sporting side and special event side, and uh, we are seeing quite a bit of success. Our last two pro boxing events have set box office records for boxing in our venue. Um, wrestling, I think we've had two really nice Division One uh, wrestling events the past two seasons, but that natural progression is boom. Here we are, eight months after doing D one wrestling, now we have Final X, which is really the the height of of American wrestling as far as making that uh, national team. And hopefully this becomes an annual event. And and with the right support from New Jersey wrestling fans, I think Beat the Streets and USA Wrestling will see uh, we have a home in Newark, New Jersey. 
Nice. Yeah, and we're going to get the support um, because when you think in terms of, you mentioned the Hulu Center, you mentioned, I mentioned before, we're, there, it was at Rutgers and every single time we've hosted in this area, um, just fans come out. And I think the world is starting, and USA Wrestling is starting to realize how passionate New Jersey is of the tri-state area, but especially North Jersey, Central Jersey, how passionate we are about wrestling. So I, I would, I think that would be a great thing, Dylan, to keep this thing home um, and make this a first annual, so to speak. Um, obviously not the first annual yeah. Final X, but being at the Proof Center, I I think that'd be tremendous. Yeah, thanks, Eric. I appreciate that. I, I, you know, I think what people need to realize is, yes, like Newark is not Midtown Manhattan, but we're eight miles from Midtown Manhattan. You know, there are New Jersey transit trains, path trains, which will take you two blocks from the arena. Mm-hmm. And the arena now has this gorgeous park called Mulberry Commons. The VMAs, when they were with us last August, used it as their red carpet arrival area the Taylor Swifts of the world to come into the building. Like it's a really beautiful walk from the train station to Prudential Center. Uh, obviously, it's a pretty easy drive for people who are accustomed to going to Jersey Mike's Arena. Like we're thirty-minute drive north of there, um, so it's really actually very easy to get to. Uh, ticket sales are going great, but for anyone who's on the fence, like trust me, you're going to have a great time. This is awesome wrestling. It's an awesome event to experience the, the the culture of wrestling and the craziness of the wrestling fans who all have their favorites that they're pulling for. And, you know, there's always one or two controversial calls and it's, it's just a very uh, exciting atmosphere. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about the wrestling a little more. We, we talked about the men's matches, but these women are coming, man. They are, um, you know, USA women's wrestling is just, you know, take turning a corner and, and they're, they're, they just been dominating. So why don't, why don't, uh, Eric CJ, tell us a little bit about the women's matches that, that you got your eye on. Yeah, I, I think I'll jump right in, um, with, to me, one of the biggest rising stars, not just in women's wrestling, but of all wrestling and that's blades, uh, Kennedy blades. And that matchup is going to be a rematch because, for those who don't know what Adeline Gray has done to get back to the final X, I mean, this was a woman. When we talk about our, our war injuries, we all we all wrestle. I mean, CJ, you obviously wrestled at the highest level. John was a collegiate wrestler. I spent some time out there. We all got our bumps or bruises, our shoulders, our knees, or what have you. This is a woman who gave birth to two, two, two lovely children not too long ago. Um, and she took a tough loss to Blades, and she came all the way back, had a wonderful run at the U.S. World Team Trials. She's obviously a seven or eight time, um, you know, world medalist, gold medalist. So I'm really pumped to see what we're going to see is probably one of the greatest women wrestlers of all time for the U.S. team. And to me, the up and coming star, which is Kennedy Blades, I think that's got firepower written all over it. Um, and obviously, I always love watching Sarah Hildebrand wrestle. You, you talk about one of the best leg laces. Again, not just in women's wrestling, but in all of wrestling, you know, you let this girl woman get into your legs and, and, and get you and spin you around. You're done. It's going to be 10 nothing in 30 seconds. So um, Jimenez has her hands full with with Sarah, but um, I don't want to take all the glory. So, CJ, what are your thoughts there? Yeah, I mean, uh, just piggybacking up what you said there, Adeline, I mean, a, a couple of people might have maybe written her off after the yeah. last couple of performances that you might have seen against Diamond, um, you know, and then and then how Adeline or uh, Sorry, Kennedy had, had handled her in the finals, but, you know, you, you'd be damned to write her off. I mean, she's one of the greatest American wrestlers of all time. Um, you did mention, you know, she's she's you know given birth recently. She's coming back. She looked she looked fantastic at World Team Trials coming back against Diamond. So, listen, you can't ever count her out. Um, she's one of the best who ever have done it. Uh, Kennedy, I'm going to I am utmost behind the hype train i'm telling you from the start working with her 
Um, seeing her grow up and, and wrestle for Izzy Style in Illinois, she's 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 been on the radar for me for a very long time. And to see her, you know, a lot of that hard work coming to fruition for me is a very exciting thing. So, you know, I've 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 got a whole lot of respect for Adeline, but I'm I'm behind Kennedy on this little on this little train that she's riding. She's put in the work and she's ready. She's dangerous. I'm telling you. Uh, on the world level immediately. Um, she's that high level. Uh, and, and then for me, I always love watching Forrest Molinari wrestler. I mean, yeah. it's, it's different to see the type of aggression that she's bringing, uh, from the women's side. She's just, she wants to go out there and kill somebody. I mean, you just can't deny it. you see it on her face. You see it in her, in, in her mannerisms. She's just, she's on another level when it comes to intensity. And I, I always respect that as a competitor being in the arena myself and, and seeing the type of respect she brings to the sport and the toughness she brings to the sport. You know, I'm a big fan of that. So, um, you know, I'm excited to see Forrest compete. I'm excited to see Jakara compete always, you know, world champ right there. We've got the highest level of wrestling, not only on the men's side, but the women's side. It's a big, it's a great time to be a, a USA wrestling fan. So a whole lot of great wrestling coming at you on both ends. Yeah. And you mentioned Jakara. She's so John real quick. She's another one that, you know, probably took a loss um, and had a fight back to get final X. And these grizzled veterans, it's it's a lot to say, oh, my God, I got to go back to world team trials and go on another run in Winchester. She looked phenomenal um, last week. Oh, really? so just looked phenomenal. And and you look up and down the lineup, John. I mean, I mean, other than Japan, I, I can't think of a better um, lineup in the world right now in terms of women's wrestling. I think we got five or, or six returning world medalists, maybe five, that are going to be in this final X event. So, and obviously we didn't even talk about Helen Morales, um, and all the other stars up and down the lineup. So yeah, just, just a, just a packed lineup. Yeah. Yeah. Going to be unbelievable. That's going to be a great, great lineup. Uh, one thing before we close out, Brock, you want, we tell us about, we got our breakdown from the barn shirts. Tell us about your shirt. You got a, a pretty good one. You there. got the OGWC coming at you. Oh, wrestling is a hobby. Club. Show old guy wrestling up, old guy, old gal. And good you know, slogan on the back, though. What's it say on the back? Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what it is. Uh, we can't All I see is old. Baby. All I see is old. All I see, <laughs> I see is old. <laughs> Where do we get those shirts? Are they online? Or... Got to come to class. You follow OG Wrestling Club, the old guy, gal wrestling club. We've got all our right, schedule out. We're all New Jersey. We're spreading up to New York. Uh, come to class. Check it out. Wrestling is fun. I promise you that. Um, team Talon all over here. Excellent. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to join Team Advil. I'm going to be. I'm going to. I'm going to hit John up. We're going to make. <laughs> yeah, they're a lot of fun, man. They're 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 good classes. A lot of fun. Uh, get some scrapping in. Uh, good times. So, Bill, last question for you. What 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 would be your best outcome coming out uh, of June 10th? Yeah, well, I, a quick, I mean, quick step back to the women's side of things. I'm so glad you brought that up, John. A couple, you know, I had launched uh, Grapple at the Garden back in 2012, and uh, I remember year two or year three of that, Adeline Gray and Helen Woods wrestled in that event. Nice. So, you know, fast forward nearly ten years, you know, they're they're still going strong the both of them, and then Adeline, as you said, had given birth a few times here not too long ago. So I'm so happy for her that she's still at the top of her game and. And really, when you think about women's wrestling, how much it's grown over these past 10 years, now you have Division One women's programs. And uh, New Jersey was one of the first states to adopt a high school uh, girls for a full championship yeah. as, as a varsity sport. So it, rising tide raises all ships. So the more the women's game grows, that, that only helps the men's side, too. So excited for that. Um, you know, uh, I see, you know, obviously Jordan Burroughs, you guys have been talking about here. He came to Garden State Grapple back in November. 
him and his son commented on that day I had my suit on, but with wrestling shoes and Jordan. So it was the first time we saw somebody in a nice suit, but also in wrestling shoes running around and getting the event ready to go. So uh, look, what do I want to see? It's just, it's just New Jersey fans bring you that energy the way they know how. We talked about the last time I was on with you and at the first Garden State grapple when Rutgers was wrestling North Carolina and uh, Coach Coleman Scott made a lineup decision that the Rutgers fans were not too pleased with. Boy, they were not shy about their <laughs> opinions. Okay. Yeah. So I think, you know, that's what we're looking for that lower bowl to be packed, everyone to be bringing the energy, screaming at the refs and supporting their wrestlers, you know, like just bringing that uh, New Jersey style that, um, you know, for some people, maybe it's a, a little bit too loud, but for, for us, you know, we, we love it. We love that energy. And, and that's really, I think that's, if USA Wrestling and Beat the Streets see that from New Jerseyans, their love of the sport, the sport that they all love, if they see that, hey, these folks love this event, they love us, they support us, hey, let's come back. You know, that's that's a win for, for us. Yeah, well, awesome. Awesome having everyone. John, I'm sorry, John, I got to stop sorry, you real quick. One more thing. <laughs> I just realized Corey Posey would, would be mad at me if we didn't give some respect to Greco. I felt like we went through all the lineups. So shout out to the Greco guys who are wrestling. We're going to have, you know, um, Camille Bay is going to be back. I mean, he's a hammer thrower. But, but Colton Schultz and Adam Kuhn are going to be going out of heavyweight. I think that's another fiery matchup that I'm looking forward to. So um, let's not forget those Greco guys going at it as well. So they should get our respect. Oh, Great yeah, it's going to be a fun one. Uh, Kuhn, uh, yeah, Kuhn and Schultz is going to be fun. Uh, a, lot, a lot of big, big action there. Well, hi, uh, thanks, thanks for coming on, man. Uh, I think we're going to bring that Jersey fire. Uh, you know, keep following the show, everybody. Instagram, follow us on uh, Spotify, YouTube. You know, keep following the show. We'll keep uh, bringing bring great things. I think we got a couple uh, big guests coming up. Uh, hopefully, we'll announce that in the next day or two. Uh, C- CJ uh, works the magic. So, we'll catch you at Final X, guys, and, and, and build New Jersey wrestling. Let's go. Thank you, Kevin.